For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office, one call, that's all studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust. Presented by Bud Light it's a party, baby. on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Across ESPN Wisconsin, we're presented by no, Bud no. Light. Somebody yesterday requested that I start today with Happy Hump Day. And I'm here to make that's the like, Scalzo and Bruss family happy. But that's like the anti-Greg. Like, you don't change for, like, others. You've been you've been saying don't. Happy Wednesday for the last five years. You've never said Happy Hump Day. Yeah, when are you going to start Ooh, saying Happy Friday? I don't know what I don't know what Benny's issue is with me today, but he's been picking at me all day. Uh-uh. I don't know I don't know exactly what's going on. Um, don't 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 do this. It's true. Right away, I, I'm trying to do things for the fans, and you're saying that uh, that I don't normally do things. I, I'm here for the Scalzo and Brust family. I'm here for me. I'm just kidding. I'm here for the Scalzo and Brust well, family. No. Uh, Josh, you put it on the poll. What's more accurate? Ben Brust is here for the Scalzo and Brust family or Ben Brust is here for Ben Brust? Homer's making his opinion known and that's Ben is here for Ben. He didn't say that out loud. He merely pointed at me and smirked. He's back in the room. Ben is here for Ben. Homer, you're here for Homer. I mean, look at the smile on his face, the smirk on yeah. his face right now. Well, it, it, don't believe that was a you question. Think, you think Greg is here for the Scalzo and Russ family? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a team guy. Team ah, guy. You're not. I'm not. He's a team guy. Yeah. Why? Why is this? Why is he painted in such a beautiful light all the time? I didn't time? say he was perfect. He's got his own issues. Everybody's got him. <laughs> I but got he's, him. He's a team guy. You're not. I'm not. That's the way it goes. That's why we get along. And you know what? You don't want to change. So here's the thing, Homer, real quick, real quick. Please come back here. Um, I was driving around on Sunday, and I went into my favorites on my phone list. The Brewers were playing, so I was listening to them on uh, 620 WTMJ. Mm -hmm. Would you have answered if I called you during the Brewers game on a Sunday? It was like... Probably not. (sighs) If you want to hold on, hold on. Homer's in your favorites list on your phone. Yeah, he like he doesn't believe that I care about him, and I was telling him I actually do care about. How you. many people are on your favorites list? Probably like twenty to twenty-five. You're top twenty. He's in good company. I haven't figured out why. Have you guys ever talked on the phone before? No, never. That's why I can't figure out why. There's a why I, that I, I want to talk to him on the phone. Like when I'm driving around. You know I'm a big talk and drive guy. You're a big talk and drive guy. Greg, guess where you are on the power rankings of my favorites list? You rank them? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I'm six. You're number three. Wow. Yeah. It goes dad, Jonathan, which is definitely being up for consideration to move him down, and Greg Scalzo. Where's Josh DiMaggio and where's Homer? Uh, Homer is last. <laughs> he just got added. He's got to work hey. his way up. Yeah, thanks. Josh isn't even on there. No. Oh, one... oh, oh. 
Put him on it. Why? Because I'm not answering. If it's <laughs> if it's important, you can text me. Otherwise, what do I want to talk to you for? Because we oh, care about I need each badger other. tickets. Yeah, I need badger tickets for a couple of. You got to call me. I love you. Got to call You're the me. Best. Thanks, Homer. You were better than Kaminsky. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of those years he was better than Kaminsky. Uh, Homer, of course, of Homer and Tony, weekdays 2 to 4, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Ben Bruss, Greg Scalzo, Josh DiMaggio, Scalzo and Bruss, presented by Bud Light. I am honored to be uh, in the top three. Josh doesn't make your top 25. Homer, however, does. Uh, interesting, interesting stuff right Josh, there. Josh, you, you can't actually have expected to be on my top of course 25. Not. No. Yeah. Does everybody rank their favorite people on their like I don't favorite use list? favorites? I do, but I don't have them ranked any particular. You just order. have added them over the course of time. Yeah, I just, and yeah, no, I rearrange every once wait, in a while. Are you doing this a is, MySpace top eight? Th- this is. I will throw it back even further. This is the speed dial uh, dilemma from oh. Seinfeld back in the, in the nineties, where uh, Jerry's girlfriend had uh, a ranking of people in her life based on what speed dial number they were. For those kids that don't know what speed dial was, instead of having a name, you used to be able to hit a button like one, two, three, four, five, and you'd have the number saved in there. Do people really not know? listening there's probably some listeners who don't know that that's crazy and uh and there was a whole episode about it this is ben bross is it basically uses utilizes it this way yeah it's it's basically family but now that i'm looking at the list there could definitely be some rearranging some people that uh i have not heard from in a while need to be moved off of the uh off of the list would you move Josh onto the list? He would not be moved onto the list on the gain of another losing. How list. far would the list need to be extended for me to make? You the know, list? actually, not that far, Josh. Um, I'd say in the 30s to 40s. I mean, I'll look. At the end I'll of the day, that. you are the producer of this radio show, and we do communicate. Um, so I would have no problem adding you to the favorites. Hilsey chimes in says Greg is only here for the suits higher up. Yep, that's me. Chris and Middleton chimes in. Not here for the Skeleton Russ family, just here for the suits. Uh, Chris and Middleton says, a favorite phone list, Benny? You need another hobby, buddy. Oh, come on. Hold on. Buddy. Oh, he buddied he me? Buddied oh, that's worse than bud. When you when he buddies me, it's almost like he's tapping me on the head saying, like, you're a little kid, like, you need to grow up. You got a hobby, buddy. Uh, Kevin and Madison says that was an awesome Seinfeld episode. I agree. Uh, it was an awesome Seinfeld episode, but that caused a lot of conflict because there's a lot of jockeying for position on the speed dial. Um, so I wonder if this is going to create some conflict here for Ben Brost on his list of favorites. Homer wants free back. Quite honestly, I want to move you ahead of my brother Jonathan, number two. Don't do that. Then Jonathan's going to be upset with me. Like This is the Seinfeld episode. This is the same thing. She moved her mom out in order to put Jerry in, and then her mom got upset. It might have been her stepmom. I forget exactly. And then she got upset at Jerry, and then she put Jerry under poison control, and then somebody ended up getting poisoned, and they hit the poison control button. It's, I, can't, I don't have to spoiler alert on an episode that's 30 years no, old. Right? No, okay. no, no. I'm uh, enjoying hit the po- learning. Hit the poison button, and then instead of having poison control called, called Jerry, it called Jerry, and and that's how uh, they figured out that, and that poison control is even higher up, apparently, than your number one. How many times they need to call poison control that they were on speed dial? Well, there was a poison control button on the phone. Those old phones used to have, like, police, fire, poison control, so, like, you could call 
emergency services quickly. Interesting. I did not know that. Homer wants free Badger tickets from you, Benny. That could start on Saturday. Badgers open up their season against Illinois State at Camp Randall coming up on Saturday. This Saturday, September 3rd, it's going to be a 6 p.m. start or 6.30 start. It's 6-ish. Six-ish start. <laughs> uh, I feel like we haven't spent a lot of time on the Badgers, and I feel like it's just because the juice is uh, is all about are they going to win eight games or are they going to win ten games. And if they win ten games, that's a great season. I do think at times we get a little complacent and we take for granted how good and consistent this Wisconsin Badger program is. But that's why I want to start the conversation. I want to talk about expectations because I think the expectations ultimately are for them to win the Big Ten West, are for them to win eight, nine, games and anything on top of that is going to be seen as a success I wonder if the expectations are high enough for a program that's going to boast another top 10 defense likely under Jimmy Leonard has a uh, running back who has the potential to be a breakout star in college football if you don't already classify him as a star Uh, and a returning returning guys you know what I mean like it's not like they're not returning anybody you got a quarterback who's the highest ranked recruit ever at University of Wisconsin who is heading into his third season starting for the Badgers and yes he stunk last year um and Paul Christ who has been as consistent as they come what are the expectations of this team the over under is it eight and a half in the win total uh not the hardest schedule to start they do go to Columbus and play Ohio State on the road like what is the expectation What do we need to see for this Badgers to describe this season as great, to describe this season as good, to describe it as a a disappointment? What are the expectations, Pembroke? I mean, thinking the fact that they were 9-4 and last year, and it was the same season that Graham Mertz started the season tripping over his feet, I'd like to think this Badger team could very well go over 8.5 wins, but in order for them to have a great season, and, and like, again, I feel like, Winning the West is not a great season. I, I'm I'm sorry. Like they have proven that like that is an attainable thing year in and year out for this team because they're the favorite basically every single year. And I mean, it's, it's been them versus who North, Iowa Northwestern's won it twice in the last four years. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy to think about? And so you got Northwestern out there in the Big Ten championship game just fighting for the lives to keep it a game. At least the Badgers were up 21-7 three, four years ago when you and I were sitting at the Echo Tap and convinced ourselves that this could potentially happen, even though we knew it actually wasn't going to happen. Uh, they ended up losing that game by double digits in the Big Ten Championship game. So a great season to me is not winning the West. A great season is doing something that is different. And the problem that I see in, in getting myself to thinking they're going to have a great season is not that I don't. I don't hate Graham Mertz. I just don't think he can do what the Badgers need him to do to have a great season. Think about what they had with Russell Wilson in his one year. And they were they were they lost a couple of heartbreakers on Hail Marys. They weren't even able to get over the hump then with a Russell Wilson. So everything needs to go right. It went right for them in 2017 when they had one possession down in Indianapolis with Alex Hornibrook to take them to the college football playoff. That would have been next level, and my life would have maybe felt complete as a Badger football fan. My expectations are tempered. They're tempered because of Graham Mertz, because I don't believe that he can be the guy to make them an 11-1 team, even a 10-2 team.
800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. What are your expectations for this Badger team? Uh, I, yeah, I'm with you. The expectation has to be to win the Big Ten West. I mean, when you look at the opponents they play uh, in terms of where you might expect them to lose, at Ohio State is certainly one of them. That's September 24th. That October 15th game at Michigan State is going to be tough. We'll see what tough. they are, though, without Kenneth Walker. I know everybody was very high on Mel Tucker. They got off to a great start last year trailed off late. That Michigan State team is as unpredictable, I feel like, every year as anybody else in the country. Them and Penn State seem to just either really over-deliver and, and, and crush expectations or really under-deliver and completely blow up. And then you're at Iowa in November on November 12th. Uh, beyond that, like this is a pretty soft schedule. And so I think you have to look at it and say, I like the over 8.5 on the season, but that's all of my trust in Jimmy Leonard and Paul Chris. This is an 8-9 win team with, with Graham Murray being what we've seen out of Graham Mertz, which is a below average to absolutely atrocious starting quarterback. Uh, if he can merely be average, this is a 10-win team. If he's above average, this is an 11-win team. I really think that. Yeah, you could go on the road and beat Michigan State. You could go on the road and beat Iowa if Graham Mertz is above average. I don't need him yeah. to be great, but so much of it does rely on how good and how consistent he is and how he takes care of the football. 800-990-3776. What are your expectations for this Badgers football team? Over, under, eight and a half on the win total. Uh, what are you feeling about this year? What is a good season for the Badgers? What is a great season for the Badgers? 800-990-3776. We'll open up the phone lines. Get to you, but first I have to tell you about an incredible opportunity. Thanks to our friends at Bud Love. Light, greatest beer in the world. Everybody knows that. Uh, they want you to win the ultimate Wisconsin sports fan weekend. Compliments of Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer, the world's greatest seltzer. You and a guest can enjoy Friday night baseball in Milwaukee, a football Saturday in Madison, and a Sunday night with the green and gold. All you have to do, scan the QR code to enter to win this amazing sports fan experience. It includes transportation, lodging, tailgating, and Ticket King gift cards. Where do you find the QR codes? Well, if you're in Milwaukee, you could stop by Brothers, Nomad, Stenny's, and Friends on Forest Home. If you're in Madison, and check out WBB Jacks, Cottage Grove, Wando's, and Oakstone. That's where you can find the QR code. Scan it and win. It's the ultimate Wisconsin sports fan weekend from Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. We'll keep talking Badgers football with you, the Scalzo and Bruss family, and I'll tell you what is a great Badger season, why I think it could happen this year. Next on Scalzo and Bruss, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Brust. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heart. Tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never want to hear you say I want it that way. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Gals on Barost across ESPN Wisconsin. Both of us going to be in attendance on Saturday, or at Meant least one of you. us are going to be in attendance. Is it looking good for me or bad for me? To get a ticket? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I haven't made the ask yet. What? I, I know you told me yesterday I forgot I was busy. That's uh, all I've been thinking about all day. 
And this I'm is glad a- that you've been spending your day very wisely, sitting here thinking <laughs> about whether or not Greg is going to be able to get you a ticket. This is why you're number three on my contacts list. Ben, you poured four years of blood, sweat, and tears into UW. That athletic department does not give me anything. Hey, UW Athletic Department. You want me to call Mac up and say, "Hey, Mac, take care of my guy Benny." Jordan Taylor's Hall of Fame ceremony. We're not. We don't. We don't even get free tickets to the ceremony or the football game. But they're putting you out onto the field. No, absolutely not. How are they not celebrating? Well, that's, a, that's it's for Jordan Taylor. There's there's twenty people going into the Wisconsin Hall of Fame in different sports. There's twenty, and Tarek Sala isn't one of them. I look. I'm just telling you what I know. Hashtag Tarek HOF, Tarek Sala, the all-time uh, sacks leader for the University of Wisconsin-Madison, with all due respect to Jordan Taylor, had a greater impact on all things Badger sports than even Jordan Taylor did. And Jordan Taylor deserves to be there. Jordan Taylor is an All-American. Tarek Sala has more sacks at UW than anybody else. He was part of that first Rose Bowl team. He created this Badger football program, and he's still out there getting everybody fired up in Madison. Yeah, he he does do a good job at that. I mean, it, we need that. I'll pop in there when I'm in Madison on Saturday. Talk to some of the folks in the athletic department. And see you'll what hook I can me do. up. See what I can do. I'm no. I, I'm. We'll figure out a ticket for you. I'm more on the Tarek thing now. Like, what are we waiting for right now? What What's the holdup? I don't understand what the holdup is. He's going to get in. You're asking. Are we really going to Jerry Kramer him, or we're going to wait until he's old and like just, and we're going to give him one of those? I things? think they're worried about you know how how excited he will be because he's firing everyone up in Madison if he's actually in the Hall of Fame alive. I feel like you're not taking this seriously, and uh, I very much am. Um, that's beside the point. Badgers open up their season on Saturday against Illinois State. Really soft beginning of the schedule. Three patty cakes before they get to Ohio State in Columbus, which could be a very, very ugly situation for Wisconsin, just given that Ohio State might have the greatest offense returning out of any team in the history of college football. Um, the Badgers then have Illinois at home on the road to Northwestern, then back on the road to Michigan State. Ooh, we, we have the on the road to Northwestern. You might as well chalk that up as an L. That's the worst game of the year every year. Uh, that they usually struggle with that. I will say uh, they usually do struggle with that. Ryan Field is one of the best home field advantages just for being the worst field in the Big Ten. Yes. Uh, so I, I look. I think this this has to be a ten win team. This has to be a ten win team. You, you have Braylon that. Allen. You have Braylon Allen, who we're looking at as the next and great running backs. From you could go as far back as Ron Dane. Recently, you had Monte Ball. You had Melvin Gordon. Uh, you had Jonathan Taylor. Obviously. James James White, you could throw in there, and John Clay, but like I'm, I'm saying, lead backs, fair enough, work horses, and I'm just naming the last couple of them. Braylon Allen is that guy. We saw what he could do last year. Now he's got one more year under his belt, a little bit more confidence. They're going to have a good running game. Uh, you've got Ches Malusi back, who looks healthy and looks like he's going to be primed to go. That running game should be strong. Garendo's a good third option as well. The defense is uh, the defense is going to be good. There's a lot of transfers, especially in the back end, but Jimmy Leonard always has that team primed to go. And everything I'm hearing, that defense is going to be locked and loaded again this year. Everything that we're talking about in the swing to eight wins to ten wins to me, comes down to that passing game and how good Graham Mertz is. And we could be wrong. We could be wrong. 
on how uh, on how good he was going to be. Can we be that wrong <laughs> on saying that he yes. was going to be a Heisman Trophy guy to now he could be the worst Badger quarterback since Danny O'Brien? Like are, we're we're in Danny O'Brien territory with Graham Mertz right now. This is a ten win Badger football team. The defense is going to win some games. The running game is going to be really strong, and I think that Mertz will be good enough this year to at least get them to ten wins. Uh, maybe it's Ohio State and Northwestern they lose that. Maybe it's Ohio State and Michigan State. Maybe it's Ohio State and Iowa. But they're going to have to win some games. This Badger team does not have that many challenges on the schedule. They should be a 10-win team. That's not a great season. 11 wins and a loss in the Big Ten Championship. Okay, I don't know if I call that a great season because you still didn't win the Big Ten. But that Ohio State team, as I said this year, I think is going to be be on a different level. Um, if your two losses this year are both to Ohio State, I could I could live I could live with calling that a great season. If you win every game on the schedule against a team that's not Ohio State, uh, anything less than that is not a great season for this Badger team. Eight hundred nine ninety thirty seven seventy six. The number to get into the show. We'll open up the phone lines to talk with you. This gal's on Russ family on Badgers. We're always presented by Bud Light. I just want to I want to give a, a big round of applause to Greg Scalzo because no one is better. At dying on a hill than this guy. He says this is a 10-win team, proceeds to say the best way that they are going to be a 10-win team and going from 8 wins to 10 wins is on the passing game. No, no, it's not the best way. It's the only way. Excuse me, whatever you had said, it was was reliant on the passing game being the difference, getting this team to a single-digit win team to a double-digit win (laughs) team. You are putting that burden on... On Graham Mertz. I don't, I don't want... On Graham Mertz being average to above average. You, but, like, in order to win the games that they need to win, he, they, he can't be average at Iowa. He has to be above average. He can't be average at no, Northwestern. he could be average at Iowa. Iowa's not going to score. All he has to do is not fumble over his feet and, and, and hand the ball That's off. That's not average. That's just... Normal. That's that. That's, you what, could okay, do hey, that. Hey, Josh, is average and normal very similar things? Like that's not average. Okay. It's just normal. My point is, you could pick up any guy off the street and give him one week of practice, and he might not have tripped over his feet like Graham Mertz did. That's my point. That's my that's my comparison of the Badgers going from Danny O'Brien to Joel Stave. It was like, oh wow, we can win double digit wins now. Don't forget about Tanner McAvoy. And Tanner McAvoy <laughs> couldn't complete a pass. Joel Stave had the yips. There were some wild times early uh, in, in that era. era. But, but my, my, again, if if you talk about going from Danny O'Brien to Joel Stave and it's that big of a difference, you're talking about, again, going from what Mertz was last year to can you be Joel Stave? Can you be Alex Hornibrook in 2018? Can you be Jack Cohn in 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 2019, in, in any year that Jack Cohn's been quarterback, honestly, man, I'd feel I'd feel better last year and this For year. 2017, 2017, Hornybrook. 18, 18 was the was year the team quit. Oh, Bonab- uh, it was awful, and the 19 was the Jack Cohn year. Yes, correct. correct. The 2017 Alex Hornybrook. Didn't, didn't make mistakes. Yeah. Made 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 plays when they needed to be made at home against Michigan, um, against Minnesota. I remember exactly where I was when it was snowing. They beat the crap out of them. Man, the idea that we are talking about Graham Mertz having to lead the passing game in order to make this team a ten win team, and we thought he was potentially going to be the second coming of Patrick Mahomes. That was you. That was me. 
Hilsey chimes in and says, just to make sure I understand, is Greg saying he has more pull at the school than Benny Buckets? No, Ben Brust has more pull at UW. He should. Um, I don't know. You're pretty resourceful. Yeah, I just will put more effort towards it, and Ben just wants somebody else to do it for him. That's the story, per usual. TJ from the road chimes in says, a great. He caught himself, Joshy. A he great, caught himself. A great what? He was going to say, story of Ben Bruss's life, I mean, per usual. I, I, I was saving this, but I'm going to bring it up now because here's a perfect time for it. Speaking of Ben wanting people to do stuff for him. Do you notice, Greg, earlier today he showed you his wallet? Yes. Do you know why he wants he wanted you to see his wallet? No. Because he wants you to buy him a new wallet for his birthday. <laughs> no, not for birthday. Just in general. Like, is that true? <laughs> swear to God, those are the words he said to me. <laughs> did you or did you not buy me new headphones? I did. Because you couldn't stand the look of my old headphones. That's true. I am I am going to keep this wallet alive until you reach a boiling the point. doesn't bother me. What bothers me is your old headphones that I bought you that you had like two different levels. No, 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 no. The headphones that you hated, I had had from I, a I'm Best Buy gift card. You're, even the ones I just bought you are broken now. No, no I... Look- I, I, I ordered a new piece that comes in from Amazon on Thursday. Our IT team's going to fix it. The IT team is good. <laughs> you brought your headphones to our... Chris <laughs> He's the best. Do you do anything yourself? <laughs> I wipe my own butt. Uh, not well. <laughs> not well. Uh, yes, not well. Are we just giving myself... What do I do well by myself? You guys we got nothing? Allowed, we shouldn't allow this vanity, Greg. Greg, come on, give me something. Um, delegate. You delegate really well. Um, Better than Jesse Nelson? Well. <laughs> it's kind of like the king and prince situation. <laughs> uh, buy yourself. You're a good basketball player. You do that really well. You play basketball very well. He's got me on the shut up and dribble thing right now. Um, I don't know. Josh, you think of some things here. <laughs> No. All right, let's move on. This you is got, really heartbreaking. I got <laughs> all uh, by himself. Oh, hold on, no, I've got a couple. You make a good Cosmo by yourself. Uh, you make good guacamole by yourself. Thank you. Um, that's good. That's good. Okay. Let's stop there because I don't want you guys to start like getting lost in the wind and the silence. Uh, that's two good things. We can move on. Getting lost in the wind and the silence. Woo! You make good pizza by yourself. I do. I have the strategy down. 10 minutes for the preheat, 15 minutes on the timer. Go check it out. Make sure my screaming Sicilian pizza is absolutely perfect. That's the thing. Is they have a pizza for everyone. I've, I've even timed out. We we, uh, we have something going on with National Pizza Month coming up here. Uh, tomorrow, actually. Holy cow. I'm going to do seven pizzas in a row. That's right. Seven pizzas in a row. One per day. We're going to go with Bessie's Revenge. Then we're going to go to the Boss Hog, the Mother of Meat, the Mambo Italiano, the Supremus Maximus, the Thin and Crispy, and the Holy Pepperoni. That's seven. Read them and weep, people. Seven delicious Frozen pizzas that you can find in your local grocer's freezer. Palermo screaming Sicilian. It's so screaming good. Can't wait for pizza month. A tech sales worker from Atlanta posted a viral TikTok complaining about how returning to the office was bad because she can't work out on her lunch break, make healthy lunch, do some laundry, work in sweats. Are people working from home? Do they like working from home? Because they work a lot less. We'll hit that. Plus, we'll keep talking Badgers. Uh, we'll update you on all things Brewers as well. This Galzo and Bros presented by Bud Light. 
You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Rust. Congrats on the sex. Wow. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. with one of the worst losses I'd ever seen with my own eyes last night as they fell 4-2 to to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Stop living in the past. They walked in the game, go-ahead run, the eventual game-winning run on four balls. Like, that is, that's what Ben Bruss did when he was eight years old, playing for the Royals in the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, did you have major league teams you were in Little League? We did. I don't know if you did. Of course we did. And but Ben Brosk had the bases loaded. He threw four straight balls, and that was the last time I'd seen anything like that. Ben ended up crying on his way home. He I'm going to cry right now if you keep this up because that's the farthest thing from the truth. Jonathan Brust, who's a uh, Ben Brust hater, would call in and tell you, I was actually a very I good d- pitcher in I Little don't, League. I don't care. Well, I don't then you shouldn't you. have picked on me. Josh, let's get to some one or zero. Are you a one so or zero? That's the question you have to ask you yourself. Are you a yes out? or a no? There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero. Brewers win 6-1 today. They take the series against the pil- uh, Pirates, uh, 69 and 60. Nice. Um, we'll see what they can do in September. Big September. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. We're your contestants for 1 or 0. Josh Shimaji, your host. He asks us a question. We say 1 for yes, 0 for no. There is no gray area. Joshy, take it away. A tech sales worker from Atlanta posted a now viral TikTok complaining about how returning to the office was bad because you can't work out on our lunch break, make healthy lunch, do some laundry, and work in sweats all day. One or zero. People like working from home because they work a lot less. If you're there 100% of the time, absolutely this is a one. What, Greg? No, I see I you. Continue. I see you looking at me. I'm, I'm waiting even, to hear you continue. You took the biggest breath, like that. You, that you were ready to pounce. Um, because here's the thing. I hear this all the time, where it's like, oh yeah, working remotely, like that's the way things are now. You can be like, it's like there's like a justification when people say it, and I can hear it. It's like, oh yeah, like working from home. Actually, I'm more efficient. Are you? Are you? Or are you just saying that because you like the comfort of working from home? Go ahead, Greg. I I just love the fact that Ben was trying to couch this in a way that makes him on the side of the hard workers. I mean, that's exactly what it was. Like, all the people who work from home all the time, not me because I choose random days to just work from home and you don't have any idea of what I'm doing, but I'm going to tell you that I grinded pretty hard today. Uh, no, you know I'll tell you when I do and when I don't. What do you want to know? How was your yesterday? Was it was you? horrible. Yeah. I didn't do anything. All right, see? Well, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for being honest. 
Uh, yeah, this is a one. I think obviously people have, uh, during the pandemic, people had, I think, generally less work to do as it was because there was less going on. Um, obviously, if you're working from home, there's a lot of professions like in healthcare and, uh, and otherwise where things were, were increased tenfold from a workload standpoint. But yeah, I think that in general, people like the flexibility. When you work from home, there really isn't oversight and you're going to do the things that you need to do. But in the meantime, like you're going to go ahead, you're going to spend a little more time making lunch. Maybe you are going to make a smoothie. Uh, maybe you're going to get a workout in in the middle of the day, uh, in the work day. Maybe you're going to do some of these things that ultimately like help your life. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that it's an unhealthy thing. I do think that there's probably an unhealthy work culture in this country. But at the same time, like, yeah, people like to work less when they work from home. That's what they do at home. Nobody's working as hard at home as they are in the office. It's just a fact. That's what I wanted to get to there. Put it on the poll. Put uh, that Put that very question no, on the No, because you're going to get so many defensive people uh-huh. that are like, working no, I, from I, home, I, I, I don't have I to want drive. That. Oh, great. You, wait, you, you save 30 minutes on your commute. But guess what? You're going to put in all the loads of laundry. You're going to clean up. You're going to pick up around the house. You're going to walk through. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And the next thing you know, an hour and a half went by. And, oh, I want to take a walk and get fresh air. And I'm going to make that smoothie again. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. And For those who can't pick it up, the smoothie is a direct shot at me because I went home to make a smoothie today. And a little bit lunch and, you know. Yeah. And I also made a bit. A two Canadian bacon, two fried eggs, salt, pepper, cin- you left cinnamon. You the office? Yeah, Bruce is also, I had to take him to urgent care, so I had to give him medicine. I'm done with you. <laughs> At least he showed up to the office today. Now he's reaching the point of <laughs> pissing me off. Scientists have found that text messaging is a useful and helpful tool for couples in relationships who are fighting because it gives people time to read and fully process thoughts. Before reacting, I would love to start texting Greg Scalzo for the rest of the show. One or zero, fighting over text message <laughs> makes fights worse. I'm going to go with one here. Absolutely, you can't read tone. You can't like it, like you can sit there and retype things and not really get it to where you want it to be because it's not really. I don't know. Part of me feels like at times I, I do want to text, but at the end of the day, there's nothing better than just the phone call and the honest conversation that will get you to where you need to be. Yeah, I, I I think if you're fighting with somebody, it you need to do it face to face. Even over the phone, sometimes it's more difficult. But text message is about the worst way to possibly communicate with somebody when you're in a fight, especially with a significant other. Then you send some of those short, passive aggressive text messages, and then Fine. like, yeah, and then people are reading into it. But maybe you're just like in the middle of a meeting or something. For those of us that do show, do show. Oh up my gosh! And, if you take another shot, at I wasn't me, I'm taking out. a shot at you. I wasn't taking a shot at you. No shot. shot. No shot. I would like a shot of your smoothie the next time you go home in the middle of the day to <laughs> yeah, make one. But bring them one. Yeah, at least. Just, just a shot. That's all I'd look for. Um, so you're not uh, getting crap. One or zero. You're more likely to say something you regret face to face than in a text. Um. Here's the thing. One, but at the same time, you can get out of it a lot easier. Because, like, if I say something I regret and immediately you get that, it's like, I I shouldn't have said that. You know, you could be, you could show contrition. Like, it's all about body language and icon. Like, you have to be able to, and that's what's so important about the face-to-face world now is you have more and more people just communicating via screens or playing Call of Duty with people on, like, headsets and stuff. Like, that's not a real relationship. You don't get to see and pick up on cues and in any of that. And so... Um, well, yes, you obviously are talking in real time versus typing something out and erasing it and retyping it. 
Uh, I also think sometimes it allows you to be more direct and honest when you're face-to-face because sometimes on text you don't want to put things into, into, into a text that you would say face-to-face. Can we just give Greg 60 seconds to just get it all off his chest? I'm, I'm in a good spot. You've been coming at me all day today. What? That's what she said. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. There's a new online trend spreading called Sober September, where obviously you don't drink for the month of September. One or zero. You drink more in the summer than any other season. Zero. Football season for me. Football season Hmm. is the height of drinking for me. Uh, That guarantees some weekends uh, that are going to occur. It just tends to be more active. Um, Summer... I don't know. I don't want to keep going down this road because I'm like, summer actually, maybe. I haven't been out on the golf course quite a bit this year. I'm going to go football season. I'm going to go, one, I drink more in the summer than any other season. It just, the Bud Lights just go down that much better in the sun. They just do. One or zero, summer is the fastest feeling season. One. One. Can't believe it's (laughs) over. Stunzo. 262 chimes in says if you work in the office, you waste more time chatting with coworkers who also want to slack. You're just wasting the company time while your boss can see you. Uh, 262, that is, this is a work from home person oh, who yeah. ultimately is like just, just holding on to that. I actually think it's a good thing to be chatting with your coworkers, even if it's not directly about work. I think it builds trust. I think it builds morale. I think it builds relationships and culture that ultimately makes it that much more enjoyable and effective as an office as a whole. I, I want all the work from homers to come at Greg Scalzo right now. Put on the poll on Twitter, at Scalzoombrust. You feel like you are more efficient when you work from home. Yes or no, one or zero. <laughs> you can reword that, Joshy. <laughs> you didn't have to laugh out loud at it. Like You could have just helped me. I love you. No, you don't. I love you, buddy. Stop it. You want to know what else I love? The opportunity for people, the Scalzo and Russ make family money. making money while helping to improve the health and lives. You got it of everybody. LabCorp Clinical Trials, LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. Uh, that is the number to get into the show. Woof, 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 woof. That's not the number to get into the show. That's the website to go into. So I got to be perfectly honest here. Me and Ben have a big fantasy football draft coming up tomorrow night, and I've got a lot of paper here. Uh, Same. Notes. And so I, I just I, trying to find it, shuffle it uh, went into uh, to auto mode. I'm telling you about LabCorp Clinical Trials. That's where you can participate in clinical research trials to make good money while helping to improve the health and lives of everybody. And the best part is, is you can make more money while working your job remotely. So maybe you are one of these remote workers who are more efficient uh, working from home. You don't have to work from home. You could work from LabCorp and make money while you're doing it. A little double dip there. So maybe it's for a down payment on your house. Maybe it's uh, for a vacation. Maybe it's a renovation. Who knows? No matter what it is, check out LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. For instance, this study, you could make up to $8,800. That's $8,800 for your time and participation. Uh, If you're a healthy man, aged 18 to 50, you join for one stay of 15 nights, one follow-up call, one possible overnight visit. Again, $8,800 for your time and participation. Another study where you can make up to $7,800 if you're a healthy adult, aged 18 to 65, one stay of one night, plus 11 follow-up visits in three calls. $7,800 for your time and participation. Check them all out. LabCorp. LabCorpClinicalTrials.com. That's LabCorpClinicalTrials.com.
I want to get back to Badger Expectations Plus. Uh, I saw a great tweet from our teammate at 101.7 The Truth, Sherwin Hughes, uh, who said that he'd never seen a TV commercial about microwave ovens, and yet we all have one. Why are you guys laughing at me right now? You had claimed before the show that we were not going to get to this, but I'm excited we are because I have a list. I do want to know from the Scalzone Russ family, what's the item you use the most that you've never seen a TV commercial for? Because it blew my mind a little bit, plus annoying Uber drivers. we got a lot to cover here at Scalzone Russ, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzone Russ. Here's the thing. I watched a different kid catch a ball later in the game in his mitt, and the crowd like gave him high fives. They were all excited for him. I didn't really get the same reaction when I caught it and gave it to the kid because they probably saw the kid on the huh. ground. It, Josh, shut up! I'm 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 having a self realization here, and I don't I don't need that overarching hmm. judgment that you give me. Interesting. So. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin on demand. On Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. We're presented, as always, by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light, America's favorite light lager since 1982. We posted the most recent poll question, are you, are you more efficient at work when you, uh, when you work from home? 56% say yes, 44% say no. Um, Adams chimes in and says, either way, I'm doing more than most. Cool. Uh, Seth Schroeder says, not sure how you are not more efficient working from home as long as you have the same style of setup. Obstacles would likely be not having the hardware, internet, or not having the work ethic without someone watching over your shoulder all day. I don't know if efficient's the best way to put it um, because you could be efficient for four hours of day working versus uh, less efficient for eight hours, but you get more done working less efficiently for eight hours than you do efficiently for four hours. Always hated the people who played basketball basketball and we're like yeah i was at the gym for four hours yesterday well what did you do flirt with the girl at the front desk like you didn't work out for four hours there's no way your body would have collapsed uh and so i look at it the people who are pretending that they are more productive i will say productive as, as opposed to efficient ben let's let us down a different path there sorry uh i love you um more Jeez. more productive um the people who say they're more productive working from home than at, at their office are the same. It's the same as people who say they're better golfing drunk than sober. Like the idea of like, oh, like I'm better when I get hammered and it sounds cool. It's not true. You just would rather be drunk golfing and you'd rather be working from home. So you say that you're better drinking and golfing and you say that you're better working from home. And I, I've been there. I've pretended that I'm better uh, golfing after drinks. It's just me. It's because I'm a, I'm a bad golfer. And so it's more fun and it's more enjoyable. And I'm like, oh, I'm I, better. And that theory was proven wrong to me this year when I shot 80 at Lock LaBelle sober. I've never cool. done that in my life. I really just wanted to get that brag out there and Josh caught me. I mean, I don't. How how can I be nicer to Ben when I get that? I mean, Ben, you shot eighty at Lock Labelle. That's a really tough course. Good job, buddy. 
I was with Mark Tauscher last night, who was denigrating your golf game quite a bit. It's all he does, but he hasn't played with me in a year and a half. He I'll take Tauscher on he will join any us day at of the week. Five fifteen uh, coming up here at five fifteen on Scalzo and Bros. But that's what it is to me. It's just I live the- rent free in that big guy's head. I'm sorry, you can't say that and not let me say something about it. Then say something. No. You keep interrupting the show with little one-liners, like incomplete sentences. You want to go after Tausch? Go after Tausch. I will go after Tausch when he is with us, because as we had the conversation earlier, the in-person conversation is better than talking behind the back. It's not going to be an in-person conversation. (laughs) Over the phone. On Twitter, at Scalso and Bross, we also posted the poll uh, from earlier today. Uh, what's more accurate, Ben Brust is here for the Scalzo and Brust family, or Ben Brust is here for Ben Brust? Ben Brust is here for Ben Brust at 92%. 8% of you believe he's there for you, the family. Uh, you can always stream us, by the way, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. You'll see very uh, uh, not happy either one of us right now, I would say, uh, based on the body language and the faces that are being made. And what are your expectations for the Badgers football team this season over eight and a half wins 75 percent under eight and a half wins 25 percent kurt chimes in and says depends on how many games christ uh christ jeez coaches sober that's that's a horrible tweet paul christ is like the last guy in the world i'd ever think would be coaching drunk in college football. I can't imagine that Kurt was actually hurling a realistic accusation uh, that he ever would. Now, again, I think I Paul believe Christ- that same person called someone else a drunk earlier this week. I think that's their thing. Could be. Who did they call a drunk earlier this week? Oh, it doesn't co- matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Benny, let's fire it up for Ben Bruss, stat hero of the day. Catch up on the best of the best from the top performers in sports. It's the Stat Hero of the Day on Scalzo and Brust. Win day in and day out with Stat Hero. Download the app or sign up at StatHero.com and use promo code BEN for a 100% deposit match. Today's Stat Hero of the Day. He didn't get it when Garrett Mitchell hit a two-run home run, but he got it today. There's still action you can get with pickums and head-to-head on Stat Hero. Download the app promo code Ben, B-E-N. But look at you give the guy some opportunities. Keston Hira again, 400%. I don't know why I was going to say that. Two of five from the plate today. The Brewers get it done six to one. Doing the Greg Scalzo method, just win series after series after series, and you will find your way into the playoffs. Four and two on the homestand for the Brewers. And honestly... The Cubs game that they gave up in the 10th, they should have won. And yesterday, walking in uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates for the go-ahead run. Wasn't great, but 4-2 and two in the homestand. Go Brewers. Stat hero of the day, Keston Hero. We'll keep talking Badgers as they get ready to open up their, uh, their season on Saturday. Mark Tauscher will join us. Plus, uh, we've got a whole lot more to get to, including annoying Uber drivers. It's Galzo and Bros. back in two minutes. We're presented by Bud Light.